Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train. All aboard! <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> hey, good morning, everybody. It is the second hour of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors with Dan Bush and myself, Tom Newbauer, Evan Heppelfinger filling in today for part-time Nick Bodie, and uh, we're we're glad that you're tuning in with us today. It looks like it's going to be a nice overcast day today. Good day for fishing, and because I, I like that overcast for fishing, that that's always good. At least I think so. And if you want to, if you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. Or you can catch us at the Smokies Inbox at ceoguys at yahoo.com. ceoguys at yahoo.com. We got a couple of emails, and uh, I'm going to go to this one right away because uh, we had a caller during the break, it, uh, this is from Ken. He says, I just came on when Tom was saying how to fry the poppers. Is there somewhere I can get the complete recipe? I make my own poppers, but it sounds like you have a better method. I don't know if it's better, Ken. It's just really good. But, okay, I'm not a fast typer, all right? So I'm not going to email you the, the recipe. All you got to do is, is, I'm sure you must have a computer you, or a smartphone. You go on uh, uh, 1057fmthefan.com. Hit the uh, the icon that says shows, right? Uh, the on demand. On demand. And then you go to Cutting Edge Outdoors and listen on the first hour. Click on the first hour and take it to about 6.30, you know? And because uh, right after the 6.30 break, I do the gut report. So the, the whole thing is right there, all right? Uh, if I was a faster typer, can I type it all out? But I'm not. And you can play with that recipe, you know, the ingredients and what I told you on the air, you, you can play with that a little bit. You can add more or less, you know, jalapenos, more or less cream cheese. You know, you, you can play with it a little bit. That's what I did when I first got that. And it was not a written recipe. It was just told me what was in it. And I played with it. And that's how I came up with uh, the amounts that I did, you know. So, but you can play with that a little bit. So I was listening so, to you in the hallway yeah. and you says to him, Oh, I'm, uh, you probably got a computer uh, or smartphone. Well, how do you think he sent you the email, Tom? Maybe he's got a friend sitting <laughs> next you... to him. I don't know. I wasn't <laughs> thinking. Be quiet. Quit picking on me today. <laughs> we got another email here. This is from our uh, regular listener, listener, Richard. Richard. He says, Richard. hi, guys. Richard. Tom, I live on Fox Lake 
what shore is your son considering moving to? If I can help you with any info, email me or call me. He left his number. Okay, I will do that. If my my son has got to go up and look at that uh, place that's for sale, and then I'll find out more info once him and his wife go look at it. Hey, big and party on Fox Lake call. once your son yeah. moves in. Yeah, we'll see. Am I invited? Of course. Have a party in the of back? Course. Okay, sounds good. All right, now to Any talk more? about, uh, no, no more emails right now at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Uh, okay, the, uh, Perch on Lake Michigan. One you time, are the Prince of Perch. Yeah, the Prince of Perch. Well, anyway, one time I'm down there, I had uh, one of my sons and one of his friends, I took them down there and they're casting, you know, for trout. Well, actually, they were fishing for perch. And this was at a time when you could actually catch some perch down there. Mm-hmm. Okay? It was quite a few years ago. And uh, Captain Jack Remus, I don't know if any of you remember that name, Captain Jack Remus, his boat was called the Leader, and uh, he was down there fishing from shore behind the Summerfest grounds there, and uh, behind the amphitheater part. And he had, there was a bunch of kids there. There was him and a few other adults, you know, maybe three or four other adults, and they had, I don't know, half a dozen kids or more. And uh, it was one of the things that, Captain Jack would do, you know, take kids down there perch fishing, which I thought was very nice of him. Which is nice. Which is nice. Well, anyway, so they're bringing in this fish. Some kid's reeling in a fish. Jack's getting the net. And, but the way the kid's rod was bending, he was down a little ways, right? And I'm, I'm kind of watching, and I figure, oh, he's he's got a, a like a brown trout on or something, you know? Okay. He brought up a perch that was 17 inches long. And it looked like a smallmouth bass. You know how the bellies on a smallmouth right, will get? Right. It looked like a smallmouth bass. That thing was huge. It was the biggest perch I've ever seen in my so life. So he actually did catch it. He, well, the kid did, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure they took it home and ate it. I didn't think they went for any kind of records or anything, but that was that was a dandy fish. What did you say the state Wisconsin record three, weighed? Three pounds, four three ounces. Pounds, four ounces. So and that, that fish might have been close to it. Could have been. Could have been because it had it was, the belly. If it was fat like a small Yeah, mouth. it had the belly for it. So yeah. it might have been close, yeah. so But, uh, you know, the DNR, uh, you know, years ago, let's start, let's back up. The DNR realized that back. when they put the salmon and trout in Lake Michigan mm-hmm. to get rid of the alewives, that they were also eating everything else in sight, <laughs> perch included. Well, now they would like to get more perch back, and I, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, if they stock perch, wouldn't that just become food for the salmon and trout, Danny? Uh, it it would. It would. i, I got to mention something quick. You gave me Harry's address here, our Hornswoggle winner, but you don't have his last name. Harry, call back with your last name. Just Harry <laughs> it's kind of hard Charlotte. to mail you something if we don't have a last name. Don't feel bad, Evan. 799-1250, Harry. Give us a call. I think someone else did just, that once. Just, yeah. I think it was Billy. No. No. Uh, uh, oh, I can't think of it right now. But anyway. Okay. So now they have, you know, there are more weeds down there by McKinley, like behind uh, Calatrava and all that. There's more weeds back in there. And you need weeds for the small fish to hide from the big fish, okay? you, you got to have that. So trying to reintroduce more weeds, that, that's important. Um, but do they, do they have to just stock a lot of perch or what? I mean, I don't know what the solution is. There's a lot smarter guys working on well, that than me. But. If you remember, we had Paul Smith in. Yeah, that was a while had, back. And he had brought a couple guys who fished perch down in Kenosha. 
And they were trying to do something, some kind of an initiative to get it back to what it was. Uh, I, uh, But I really don't think that there's, you know, I think it is what it is as far as that goes. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it'll ever come back to those glory no. days, you know. And guys do. Every now and then somebody will catch a few big perks down there. Like you say, they don't advertise it or anything. I mean, there's still a few around. But even if you go out by the green can where, where let's say, five, ten years ago you could catch a limit of big perch, now you might catch one or two. You know, I mean, it's, it's just that they're just going away. I mean, they get old, they get big, they either die off or somebody catches them, but there's no young of the year out there, you know, and they get eaten up pretty quick by those salmon and trout, you know, because those are just eating machines, you know. So, well, you yeah. know, talk about one of the most popular patterns uh, up in Green Bay at least for years, trolling was perch pattern baits up there for mm-hmm. those muskies. So sure. I'm sure those muskies are chowing down on some perch too. Oh, yeah. And the Bay of Green Bay has, I, I think there's a lot more perch there than in the Lake Michigan side, you know. When I uh, when I was a kid in Marinette, I was, you know, we left when I was like five, I think, or whatever. But even as a little kid, I remember vividly, uh, there was a guy who lived up there. He ran a TV repair shop, and he was friends with my dad. And he'd go out and catch all kinds of big perch. I don't know if he was off the Menominee or the Pesh to go, and he'd bring my dad half a bucket mm-hmm. of big perch, you mm-hmm. know, because he he was tired of cleaning them, and he'd you yeah. know, give my dad some perch. And they were beautiful. As a kid, I looked in the bucket. They were big, fat, plump. You know, we uh, when I was younger, we we went down to Lake Michigan, fished from uh, the pier. At, at that time, it was called the Government Pier. Now it's called McKinley Pier. But, uh, you know, when I was old enough and had a boat, then we'd take the boat over to what they, what we used to call the China Pier. I don't know why it got its name, the China Pier, but uh, which is the break wall, basically. And we'd just China tie Pier. up on the side of the break wall, and they'd have the ladder rungs. You know, you could just climb up on it. We would sit up there and, and fish for perch, and we'd catch a lot of perch. I mean, back then, uh, you hear a lot of guys talking from many years ago, oh, they were so big. No, they weren't that big. You know, they were your... Uh, average size was like eight, nine inches. Every now and then you get a 10 or 11, you know, you caught a lot of sixes, you know, six and sevens, but average size was like around eight, nine inches, which were decent sized perch, you know, and, and you'd catch a lot of them. And in the be and actually in the beginning, when I was a little kid, when my brothers would take me, there was no limit back then. There was literally no limit. And then eventually it went to a 50 fish limit. And now it's a, well, now perch is a five fish limit if you can even get five, but Right. But, uh, you know, and we caught a lot of perch uh, sitting on that uh, break wall. Why they called it the China Pier, I don't know. <laughs> I used to, uh, <clears throat> as a kid, we caught perch right in the Bay of Green Bay. I remember we'd uh, ridden our bikes out to, uh, I don't know where we were at, Bayshore County Park or something, uh, just, uh, I guess, northeast of Green Bay a little bit. Fishing from shore, I remember we just threw worms or night crawlers on a hook and just threw it out with a split shot on the bottom mm-hmm. and just cast out on the bottom in the rocks. We cut all kinds of perch, yeah. but they were all like six, seven inches, all mm-hmm. small ones. Oh, I have to congratulate my granddaughter and grandson. What? My son, Nick took him over to uh, this one spot. Uh, there's a boat launch on this lake and, but around the boat launchers areas, there's like a, I don't know, there's a widening of, there's water there. Let's put it that way. And and you can fish from shore there. The kids come fish from shore. And they were catching five, six-inch perch. <laughs> and But the, the six-year-old girl, she can 
half of her casts go where she wants it to go. The other half, maybe not. The four-year-old, he's uh, he's a little all over the place still. But but they're but she's using a spinning rod and reel now, and instead of the push-button spin cast. But yeah, they were catching perch, and she fell in the in the water. There was a slippery rock, and she slipped and fell in, and she was wet from her waist down and. My son went, as soon as she fell in, he went running over. But she was out of the water because it's real shallow. You know, she was out yeah. before he even got there. And then he, he, he was all worried, right? All her, Are you okay? Are you okay? She says, I'm okay, Dad. Don't make a scene. I'm fine. I'm fine. Just go do what you're doing. You know, Don't make a scene. Well, that's that's good. She's yeah. past the point of where the kids are drama queens and the, right, the little yeah, kid. Right. They look around to make sure somebody saw, and then they yeah, cry. Yeah, right. You ever yeah. seen a little kid? They'll... All of a sudden, something will happen, and they'll run around into the house and start to cry when they see their see somebody. Their, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's uh, she's, she's a tough girl. Okay, she, it's she's good. quite she's the not going to be a snowflake. No, she's quite the angler, you know. And so is the little boy. He's he's he he enjoys it, but he also likes doing other things like looking for frogs and whatever. <laughs> He'll throw rocks in the water at the bobbers. <laughs> I don't know if he does that though. But anyway, so but yeah, they were catching a bunch of perch. They had a good time. So anyway, well, that's congratulations. Yeah, they yeah, they got some nice pictures of them holding their perches. <laughs> anyway, but you know if you can find Purchases. perch on perches, yeah, if you perches. can find uh, perch on inland lakes, you know decent sized ones. I mean that that's well worth it, man, because they're good eating. Okay, know. inland lakes good for perch. Winnebago. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Oconomowoc, if you find them. Oconomowoc? It's actually got a really good, most of them are small, but for every six you catch, you'll catch a keeper. How about Mendota? You definitely. Okay. Mendota, Monona. Uh, Mendota, Monona, and what other lakes around here? Well, maybe somebody could uh, give us a call at 799-1250. Big Green Lake. Nagawicka. Nagawicka? Yeah, they got a lot of good perch population but again there again you you got to find the larger ones you know you got to look for them you know right just, and oh and by the way the the pike population in nagawicka the last few years has just exploded you want to catch northern pike you go to nagawicka fishing about 15 20 feet of water put some uh chubs or suckers down there well, that'd be fun oh yeah man now i'll tell you what they are guys are oh people are catching Tons of northern pike. Any big ones? Uh, s- some decent ones, you know, in the mid-30s, mid-30-inch range. That would almost be fun just to go out there and launch yeah. and put a couple chubs down deep yeah. and just kind of drift along yeah. and chill and, out. And you can do it other ways, too. I mean, if you want to troll for them with crankbaits or whatever, you can do that. You can you can even throw spinnerbaits down there and let them sink or chatterbaits, let them sink down to the bottom and just reel them Line in. Live bait fishing would be, but, be, but might you, be something to try. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, uh, one of my sons says, hey, we got to go out there and do that. And I agree. We got to go get some of them northern pike so I can try that that filleting method, you know, that I know that I found out right. about. Yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta work on that because I, I like eating northern pike. So, anyway, okay, Take we gotta go skill. to a break. It is uh, about seven sixteen right now. So uh, traffic is light and variable yeah. on means We have one rule. <laughs> he says that every place. time I give. You know, we should really do a little uh, a ten second weather forecast on every show. We should to let people know what it's going to be like today and what it's going to be like tomorrow if they're going out fishing or hunting. We should do a short weather for. We should have our producer do that, one every week. Okay, well, we, we'll talk to our producers about that. Outdoors weather forecast. Yeah, we'll be right back, folks. We'll stay tuned. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Evan Heffelfinger sitting in for part-time Bodie. 
I like that. He's going to say something about hey, that. Hey, Bodie's he doing a good this. job, though. I listened to him this week, oh, too. Yeah. I, he's doing a really he good is. job producing. Yeah. We just need him producing here. Although, Evan, we're happy to have you with yeah. us, Bodie. Yes, we are. Thank you. I'm glad yeah, you're, you're here. You're doing a fine job. All right, folks. This is 105.7 FM, The Fan. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, uh, before we forget, Tom, uh, yeah. we want to thank all of our listeners out there. Once again, we support the badge. We support the our first responders, service, uh, military folks, all you, all you people out there working hard. Uh, we appreciate you a lot, especially the officers out there keeping us safe. And I'm going to put in a good word to my uh, good friends at the Cap Connection. I went out there uh, oh, yesterday. Yeah. And they put these real cool black, uh, I guess you call them uh, running boards yeah, on the, on the right. side, like yeah, there's I saw steps. That, uh, yeah. yeah, they do a great job out That's there. Nice. They got all. If any, if you want anything for your truck. Cap Connection, it's right on. Uh, it's right there in Waukesha. On I guess that's is that Blue Mound Road? No, one sixty four. Anyway, uh, you can look it up. They got everything you need for a, a truck, and they had it uh, done pretty quick. Also, I got the Z-Bart done. Yeah, Nate you got called the in last done. week and talked over at Z-Bart, and I got that done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a couple. In fact, I was talking to a guy at the boat launch as he was pulling out. He had a new vehicle. We started talking, and I said, oh, I just got mine Z-Bart. And he goes, hey, you know, I really should go get that done. Where do you get that done at? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you got a new vehicle... Uh, take take it out to Z-Bart, and if you're going to keep it for more than five years, which nowadays at the cost price of trucks, you better keep it more than five years. Yeah. Who do you got on the line there, Evan? Anybody? They dropped off. Oh, they did? They dropped They off. just wanted to talk to you and not us, huh? They just had a couple of small little notes. Oh, it's something small. that we screwed up on? <laughs> uh, well, no, one of them was, uh, he said, um, going back to like the story of childbirth and watching and everything. Oh, yeah. uh, he said uh, the story his mom always told is the first thing that came out when he was coming out was his uh, his middle finger. Oh. <laughs> so just a little funny. I, yeah. yeah okay. Speaking of that. Trying that, to make a joke. Every, yeah. bad, speaking of bad jokes, uh, when you were born, you were so ugly, they wanted to throw you out and keep the afterbirth. <laughs> There's a, you know, on the internet, you can find a whole list of, your mama jokes, your so ugly jokes, this you, joke, all, you, all kinds of When you of were them. born, you were so ugly, they, they instead of slapping you, they slapped your mama. <laughs> you know, there's a, another radio station that I tune into every now and then, certain time of the day, and, and that's what they do. They do uh, dad jokes, all dad these jokes. dumb jokes, you know, these like one-liners, and I, I, they're funny. There was one. I wish I could <laughs> remember them. <laughs> you're... you're Mama's so dumb she thought Taco Bell was the Mexican phone company. <laughs> but That's nowadays kids like won't that. even get it because they don't know Ma Bell. You yeah, know, that right, used to right. be the phone company. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I there's like another that. one about I your like mama's that. so big she won't. Something about fitting in theater seats. Uh, there's so many of them. There are. I used to work with them. a guy who knew. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Yeah, like I said, you know, we'll have to may, do may, those on Mother's maybe Day. One day, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to go on the internet because they got them one after another. They're all over. They're on there. Yeah, we'll be really be irreverent. <laughs> oh yeah. So all what do you got good, there, Danny? All in good fun. We love our yes, mothers worldwide. Yes. They're the ones that keep us 
straight <laughs> on a straight and narrow as much as possible. Yeah, as much uh, as possible. Well, a couple of things. Hunting's coming up, Tom. And uh, September 1st, which is right around the corner, yeah. uh, the early goose, teal, and dove season starts. You're going to do that again this year, maybe? Yeah, I got to make early a phone goose? call. Yeah, you know, I got to call Scott there uh, and see uh, if we can go out and sit in that farm field and lawn chairs. I told you how the. Well, I called in from, yeah, from out yeah. there, and right yeah. after I got off the phone, we had a big flock come on in, and it yeah. was boom, 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 boom. It was so fun. We're sitting in the lawn chairs, all these guys just sitting back in the cow pasture. Yeah, just taking and it then easy. We, and then it, just talking, telling stories, and then all of a sudden you hear faint. Yeah. That, that's my good well, goose you song. you know what I mean. That, that was really I know bad. what you mean, though. You know what I mean. A little honk, honk. Yeah, how did they? No, that's terrible goose. Oh, <laughs> well, God. that's all right. Okay, no, don't save that. Okay, don't. <laughs> so anyway. It's, whatever, it's saved already. Whatever you do, don't save my... <laughs> I can't. I got a frog in my throat this morning. I just can't vocalize my normal goose call. That's but right. anyway, uh, you hear them, and then everybody goes, shh. And then they come in. You hear it getting louder and louder and louder. Then you see them come. Then they come and circle yeah. and come around. So they come on in and land. And I remember, as the guest, I don't want to be the first guy to start blasting, yeah. right? Yeah. So they land, and I hear one guy whisper, what do you think? And the other guy goes, take them. And as soon as he says, take them. Boom, 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 <laughs> and there's geese everywhere. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dogs you know, are running out there, grabbing them, chasing them down. It was great. You know, speaking of a weather report, I went outside for a few minutes before, and I and there's a lot of lot of heavy clouds, dark clouds coming in from the north, northwest. Uh, were we supposed to have rain today, Danny? I mean, I don't know if you heard anything. What do I look like? Vince Candela well, over here? I was I just know. wondering if Come you on. saw the weather or heard it. I didn't no, I, I didn't hear I it. Check. I don't know what's going on this I, weekend. I just, you know how I check I the weather, know. Tom? I walk out my you door. You walk outside, yeah. I walk out my door. Yeah. I look at the, oh, it's raining. Oh, yeah. It's not raining. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think, uh, no, actually, Tom, uh, the weather, I think, is supposed to be pretty good all the way till That's uh, what I heard. Like, it, it was supposed, but we just there was just a lot of heavy yeah, clouds coming those, in. Out. But if it's a cloudy day, clouds, those don't that's, mean anything. that's good for fishing. I like cloudy days for fishing. Anyway, back yeah. to the uh, early seasons. Do you ever do any of the early uh, goose or teal? No, or not duck? anymore. Not anymore. Did you use to years do ago? It? Yeah, a long time ago. Uh, yeah. One thing you do need to be aware is when you go, to, if you go to get your do the early goose hunting, there's like four different things you got to buy. You got to get your hi whatever hip whatever. You got to buy that. It's like I don't know. Register to report. On, mm-hmm. Maybe they contact you and do surveys. You got to get your state stamp. You got your federal stamp. Your early your small game small license. Small game license. Yeah, it's like make sure you get all the stuff, and you have to ha- carry something with you. Uh, you can have your Go Wild card with you or your driver's license. Now, mm-hmm. that's the one nice thing the DNR has done is you don't need to have a paper copy of something with you or plastic copy or whatever. You can have that Go Wild card, mm-hmm. hand it to them, and they can scan it, and it'll show exactly mm-hmm. what licenses you have. So I mm-hmm. like to carry that. I even throw it in a tackle box. Mm-hmm. So I got it right there or in my pocket when I'm deer hunting. Right, right. So that's that's one good thing oh, as well. Oh, speaking of deer hunting, Danny, uh, have you heard whether or not they're going to bring back the back tags? Now they've been talking about it about bringing that back this year, but I don't. I haven't heard anything. If they're most hunters want the back tags back, that you have to, and and also registering your deer, back tags, back tags back, and registering your deer, not in the way they do it now. You know, 
Not he, with the call-in type yeah, thing? because there's a certain percentage of hunters who don't even bother doing it, and they'll never get caught not doing it. They'll never get caught. I right. Mean, so a lot of them don't do it, and a lot of them will double dip. You know, they'll shoot a deer, take it home, butcher it, and they'll go out and shoot another one, and then maybe call that one in or so, something. So... But- so are there hunters throughout the state that have been calling for this now? Is that A it, lot or? of hunters want the, the, the traditional registra- deer registration back. The majority of hunters want that back. Uh, and uh, also the back tags. Yeah, want that back. Well, the wardens would like the back tags back, too. They right. would like that. Maybe we got the, somebody calling and telling us. I don't know if the majority would want it back. Know, I would say the majority don't care. I don't know. Uh, well, the See, maybe, I don't care maybe, maybe way. the maybe the hunters don't as much. I don't know. I mean, I heard that they did. I read I kind of like being able to, but call the wardens like it. it because then they know who's out there doing what, right? You know, by by seeing the back tags, you know. So, I don't know. It's it's something for uh, uh, maybe we got somebody going to tell us. Got a comment on that? Uh, we've got Al from oh, Oconomowoc. I know who this is. This is Mister Al Shuck. Hi, Al. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. So, How are we today? So you heard something about deer hunting, back tags, registration. What have you heard? It's just, uh, as my dad used to say, a fart in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> there, isn't, there isn't anything going to happen with the current legislature. I was going to yeah, say, Tom, nothing, why nothing's is, why gonna, is that? nothing goes backwards, Tom. They're not going to change yeah. that. Why is that, Al? Because then that would prove that they made a mistake. Yeah, They're nobody likes it. to be proven that they made a mistake, especially politicians, right? Well, that seems to be the way things have been going for the last 12, 15 years. Okay. So, you know, it, it that's just the way it is. If enough pressure is applied, something like that to get legislation written and passed again couldn't happen again at its quickest within two years for the next budget. That way they could slip a bill in on the budget when it gets signed, it would change. Then it would happen the following year. So... At a bare minimum, you're looking three years out, even if it was going to get changed. All right. Well, Al, I, I took your call a little too soon because we got to go to a break. Oh, it's seven thirty. <laughs> Oops, it's can I, it's can past I give it. You one more thing. Yes. Yep. The Waukesha County Conservation Alliance is having a charity or a habitat shoot at Wern Valley today, and our most recent donation was to a, a double amputee veteran in Eagle, Wisconsin, for a track chair. So the money goes to a good cause. Come on out and practice up for the hunting season. And that's was that starting at, at a certain time today? At Warren Valley, starting at 9 o'clock. There'll be a bucket raffle, and uh, we're also raffling off uh, 12-gauge Weatherby Orion over and under. Can I just come out and pay enter the raffles there, Al? You most certainly can, Dan. M- maybe I'll see you there. That would be great, Dan. I'd like to see you. Okay, for take care, Al. I can walk. I'm dragging my UTV behind it, so it's almost like a golf cart for you. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, buddy. All right, Al. Thanks for calling. Great show, guys. Thanks. All yeah. right. Bye now. All right. We got to go to a quick break. Stay tuned for more, folks. You can catch us on two different stations, 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Stay tuned for more.
Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250 is the number. Give us a call if you have a uh, fishing, hunting report question. Tom's a genius over here, so he'll know anything, anything that you want to ask. Anything and everything. Home improvement, garage door opener, uh, zucchini, that's why gardening. They, hey, that's why they call tree me. Tree cutting. Nostra. Lawn mowing. Nostra Thomas. That's why they call me Nostra Thomas. <laughs> He'll also say some real dumb jokes, too, <laughs> and laugh at his own jokes. You know, sometimes I'll be doing something, and I'll start laughing. I'll think of something funny. He'll start laughing. My wife says, what's so funny? I said, I just told myself a joke. <laughs> have, you, have you got, like, a little friend you talk to, too, Tom? Have you got, like, your little imaginary friend? Yeah, he's in this bottle called Crown Royale. Hey. <laughs> Hey, you know what I found? I just found out where that's made. Where did the Packers play? Uh, Winnipeg. That's where Crown Royale is made. Or Crown Royal for you commoners. Where they had that that great football game. (laughs) Yeah, on the 80-yard field because they couldn't. You know, the Canadians are really nice people. They just don't know how to do a football field properly. Well, here's my thing. Everybody's talking about preseason. You turn on every sports talk. We're a hunting and fishing show, but but we we, talk about all kinds of stuff here, right? We talk about lots of stuff, Tom. Zucchini. Yeah, all kinds of weird stuff. jalapenos, everything. So anyway, when I was a kid, it used to be I thought that preseason, the first couple games they'd play the starters in the first half Mm -hmm. and then the other guys. And then you'd get to the third game of the year and the starters would play most of the game, and then the, then the scrubs would come in. And then the last game, they'd play one series, and then it was it, something like that, right? And it was some meaningful football to watch. I remember being up in uh, Green Bay, Lambeau Field as a kid, and it was always cool because you'd get to see not only your starters play a little bit and your favorite players, but some of the new draft picks. I remember... Uh, Back in Green Bay, and boy, I'm dating myself, but we we had had Travis Williams, the roadrunner, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. had a fabulous season there, last championship year as a rookie, uh, super fast, uh, fast guy, and he'd run kickoffs back from five mm-hmm. yards back in the end zone, and we'd we'd gotten he'd gone to Los to to the to the Rams, and uh, we got a guy named Dave Hampton, mm-hmm. and Everybody I remember knows. watching Dave Hampton return a kickoff in preseason. And he was number 25. Travis Williams was 23. And it, he was electric. Mm-hmm. And then I looked up. Well, Travis Williams had run a 9-300 yard dash. Dave Hampton, I believe, had clocked a 9-2. Uh, and back then, you know, the fastest ever had mm-hmm. been a 9-1. So these, watching some of those new exciting players, uh, one of the most exciting players that I saw in preseason um, in Lambeau, and I could tell the kid had some, something special, Eddie Lee Ivory. Oh yeah! What a shame yeah. he wrecked his knee because oh, he three he, three years in a row over a thousand played, yards. He played yeah. well. I don't know if he ever did. Eddie yeah. Lee, no, you're thinking thought, of John Brockington, dude. Oh, maybe. Okay, yeah, I'm geez. thinking of him. Okay, uh, Eddie Lee Ivory. Yeah, he I think was, was good. From, he was like lightning man. He had some moves, and then he blew his knee out on I think twice opening game in Chicago on some astroturf or something, as I recall. And he still was a serviceable all around player for years. I think yeah. he played for Bart. But he wasn't explosive and have no. that speed. But, you know, point being, preseason you could showcase and you were excited to see some new exciting yeah. players. So it wasn't bad back then. The problem, and uh, Evan can help us with this, Who? who uh, what was the guy's name who, who uh, blew out his knee or ankle or something? Uh, Equimini? Equimini? 
Equinemius St. Brown. Equinemius St. Brown, yeah. Now, have you heard how bad it was? So, originally it looked like it was a dislocated ankle. It looked yeah. awful Oh, it was terrible. And re- oh, oh, when you saw the replay, it's like, oh, my God, did he break that thing? It, it sure looked like it did, but they said it was just a high ankle sprain. He's out four to six weeks, something yeah. like that. Four to six oh, weeks. And which is not a career. But, but no. still, a preseason game, and, and, and that's what they're afraid of nowadays. Now, Rodgers, he didn't play, right? No. No, he's not going to. And he's not going to play next week. He was going to play in this game, but then the field was so oh, the, bad the, that the they, field was. It was it, slippery. It wasn't worth Listen. risking him. The Packers have not started the year well for the last, I, I know. can't tell you how many oh. years, and I think it's been since they quit taking the preseason serious. Yeah. Uh, you don't have Rodgers no. out there. I don't care what he says. We start the year flat. We're not hitting yeah. on all cylinders. Well, here's one thing now. Okay, now preseason really doesn't mean a thing because they're never going to show you all their good stuff. They give you everything vanilla. You know, they're saving all their good defenses and, and offensive plays for the regular season. But the and and of course they always worry about injury. But here's one stat that I I that I just heard on the radio and it was funny. The guy brought it up that uh, the year that uh, the Detroit Lions Detroit Lions went 0 16, they started the year preseason 4 and 0. Well, so it's like they had it, great expectations, but it kind of. I know work. it doesn't always always it you doesn't. know translate, but I remember the '96 yeah, season when we finally broke our you know our long streak of no Super Bowls, and, and that was our Super Bowl year. We, uh, I don't know what the record in preseason was, but, you know, they played Brett and the boys yeah. enough that when we, the opening game of that year, as I recall, was Monday night football against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think McNabb was the quarterback then, and Philly was pretty good team. And we just, uh, uh, the Packers just opened, just rocked that first game. Uh, what's his name? Uh John Madden said, can you say Super Bowl? Because we started like a Super Bowl team, and we finished the Super yeah. Bowl and won that yeah. year. But we didn't start flat. We were on hitting on all cylinders. But, now yeah. that never happens. But now even the players don't want to want to do preseason games. But I'll tell you, but, you know, you got to have a way to figure out these third and fourth stringers, you know, well, for the who young might guys, make it. Yeah, the, the young, young guys, guys who they might want make the to team. have those preseason yeah, games. Yeah, they want to show only- their – they want to show their stuff, what they can do. Otherwise, they're going to be stocking grocery shelves somewhere. That's right. Yeah. So, hey, you know, I mean, but they got to figure out. I mean, two preseason games I think would be enough. But then the NFL, they're going to lose some revenue, and they don't want to lose money. They want to make money. So, I mean, it's like, I don't know. And and I don't want to see it go to 18-game season. No. You know? I mean, then that just screws up all the record books. <laughs> <laughs> like when they went from twelve to fourteen, then was it was it twelve games, and then they went to fourteen, then it went to sixteen. It I might think. have been fourteen to sixteen. Okay, but didn't they pay even less way back when? I'm talking like in the fifties or something. Probably. I think they played only twelve then. So they've been, cha- I, you know what? They've been changing it all these years. What the hell? Change it again. You know, I mean. Hey, Tom, they got your blessing. What the now. heck? They're, yeah, they're as long as we do. Hey, what do I you care? You got the I'm Tom just, Newbauer blessing. You hey, can just do what do what I care? I'm just sitting, just I'm just sitting whatever, there watching right, it on TV. What do I care how many games Here's are I'm just suggestion. watching on TV. Matter of fact, two more regular games. Why not? Why are you waving oh, your arms oh. all over the place over there? I don't know. There. must be part what, of Italian. Look at it over that's You're acting my, like a crazy old man. My Sicilian friends, they do that. Hey, they got their arms waving all you over hang the place. around with all those ethnic, <laughs> all those mafia friends. 
All your mafia, yeah, right. All your all mafia ma- friends, I know, yeah, right, yeah, I know, yeah, right, Listen, yeah. Mafia like there is no such thing as the mafia. Yeah, Don't you know that? Sal? Come there on. is no such thing. Yeah, I would like to I just put out there: there's no such thing as the there mafia. There is no so such I, thing. I do no, not want them. That's to, right. That do, they don't exist, but that's I don't right, want them to exi- I, come after me. If no, they there do is no such exist. thing as the mafia. There is no such thing. That's all a a myth. <laughs> hey, we got to go to a break, folks. I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know either, but we will get into some fishing when we get back Hopefully. because there is stuff to talk about it's a hunting fishing. and fishing show. Yeah, right. We should talk about that. Maybe let's talk a little hunting and fishing. I think back. so. When we come back in just a few minutes, so you stay hunt, tuned. Evan? What? You hunt or. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm trying to go to a break and he starts asking questions. <laughs> We'll I'll back. give you my answer after this. All right. All right. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Evan Heffelfinger sitting in for Evan part-time Nick Bodie. Yeah. yeah. So watch it, Danny. I'll give you the Heffelfinger. There's a song about. <laughs> I'm. Do, 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 do. What's that song? I don't know. Okay. The Heffelfinger we'll song. We'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned. Rumors spread around. United takes his time Right to shack outside Am I on time? Talking about? I want to listen Just to the song a little bit Alright, listen to the song a little bit Here we go To that whole mile On the range They got a lot of nice girls huh? I'm racing the skipper buds cutting edge outdoors thanks for joining us this saturday hopefully we helped you wake up after your i don't know late friday night or work the night shift you're on your way to work on your way to go fishing so what do we got tom i see you you talking over there a lot yeah okay we were just taking care of radio business okay ow 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 what does that mean when he goes (laughs) ow 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 who knows? He's just making a sound, you know. Yeah. But uh, I like okay. it though. It sounds good. It kind of goes with the flow of the sound. Uh, I'll tell. Okay. Here's another thing. Crappies have been doing really good on guess. Guess what? What have they been using? Minnows. No. Nope. Mini mites. Mini mites. <laughs> mini mites have been so hot, and people are catching larger ones on the mini mite twos. So the mini mite twos are It's just going a little, over. just a little bit bigger than the original mini mite, but. They are catching lots of crappies on the area lakes, the the deep edge weed line. Yep. Uh, right down along the edge of it, you can use a slip bobber or just use use it without a bobber, casting out, let it sink down, working it back slowly up and down. They have been hot. Crappie action is good. Big, uh, nice bluegills on a lot of areas. Pewaukee is producing nice bluegills, which that's a rarity, right? I mean. I mean, not the pumpkin seeds. They've always had a lot of those and good size of pumpkin seeds, but a lot of nice eight, eight and a half inch bluegills, which are really nice. Uh, a lot of the area lakes are doing well. We talked about Nagawicka and the pike population. My goodness, I, I want to get out there tomorrow. I, I got to call my son. We got to go out there tomorrow. <laughs> Just got to. And you can catch them on artificials. We don't, I mean, the live bait would be nice and easy, but, uh, you know, but make sure you use a leader. Because otherwise they'll be biting you off left and right. You know, we were you know. talking about football before. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the best times to be out fishing nowadays in the fall is the Sunday afternoon because everybody's off watching yeah. the Packers. 
Well, you'll have the lakes. One time, nice and calm and quiet. We went up to the Fox River during a Packer home game at the Fox River up by Green Bay. All right, and there were very few boats. We got up there early because the thing is, is that if you're on the river during a home Packer game, you either have to leave the river an hour before the game ends, or you're going to have to wait two to three hours. And no, you got to leave an hour, yeah, before the game ends, or once the game ends, you got to stay there for another two, three hours. Wait until traffic dies down. Uh, but I'll tell you, there weren't a lot of boats on the river. I mean, there were boats, but nothing like normal, you know. And uh, if anybody's looking for an exciting time, going uh, in the fall on the Fox River for walleyes, and the, and the cool thing is up there is that if you're throwing a crankbait or, you know, whatever, for or live bait, you could catch anywhere from even a perch to a muskie and anything in between. It's amazing the different species of fish in there. So for the Fox River, we all know there's a spring walleye run. Is there a fall walleye run in there, or are those resident fish? Those are, are those are resident fish, but I'm sure some come in. and See, there's fish that spend the winter. I mean, they spend all, all winter there so that as soon as the ice goes out, there's fish there. You know, and a lot of guys will say, oh, well, that's part of the spring run. No, they're they're resident fish. They're, there's, as a matter of fact, you can tell the difference between resident fish and fish that come out of the bay. The resident fish are more silvery in color. The bay fish are more goldish in color. It's as simple as that. And uh, so you've seen silvery-colored walleyes yeah. and goldish-colored walleyes, you know, now, darker ones, lighter ones. Years ago, they used to say that the, the only ones you really wanted to eat were the bay, the, the bay, the bay run fish. walleyes yeah. that came in and not the yeah. resident ones because right. of the pollution in the Fox yeah. River. Yeah. Has that changed now? Yes, they've cleaned it up dramatically over the years. It has been cleaned up. As a matter of fact, I haven't been up there in a few years, but the last time I was up there, they had these big, uh, I don't even know what you call those things. They, 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 they dig up the silt that's got the, the uh, bad stuff in it, and they put it on barges, and they take it away, they and they got these dredging. Tom, dre- thank you. That's oh, the dredging. word I was looking for. They're dredging out. I know I a mean, lot no, of big words. Yeah, they've done a lot of work to clean up the rivers there, uh, the river up there. It, yeah. But it, now the thing is, if you go up there in the fall, you're not going to catch that 10, 12, 14 pound walleye. You know that egg laden female. Right. But there are lots of three, four, five, six, seven pounders. You know, there's a lot of those. I don't up know. There. You know what, Tom? I I just don't like fishing in the Fox River though because um, it's just too much. I don't know. You know, you, I was out there one time and they got somebody. They were driving pylon, piling or pylon something. It's boom, oh, boom, yeah. boom, well, and there's ships go and to stuff, a different area. and the water's all murky. Well, no ships even, come down there now. They were getting now. a bunch of muskies yeah. there in the. In the spring, and I don't know, it's just not my yeah. cup of tea to be in the middle of a city and a bunch of other boats around. I'd yeah. rather go off. That's why. Well, in the, the spring, in the spring, it's busy. In the spring, it's real busy. In the fall, it's not as busy. Not as busy. No, it's not as busy in the fall. And I, I've been up there fishing walleyes in a snowstorm. And what do they call the stuff? That's not hail. It's not snow, but it's little round white balls, like like the sleet. Not sleet. It's little round white balls. I think they call it slale or something. They call it a different name, the weather people. I don't know. They call it, they, it, they, they use a combination of something, but they're like little round balls. We you were fishing sleet, up there one right? time. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's sleet, Tom. It's not. No, it's not. Slale? It, it, it's, a, it's, diff, it's a cross between sleet and hail. 
It's like little round white hard snowballs. I don't know. They had a name for it. But we were know. out there fishing one time, and this stuff was. But, uh, yeah, they, we were out there one time, and that was falling on us, hitting us in slail. our faces. I hate that when that's slail. <laughs> yeah, but uh, maybe somebody will call us at seven nine nine twelve fifty real quick and tell us what the heck that name of that stuff is. They know slail. what it is. Well, I think that he's either telling me something or <laughs> it's two minutes. Uh, but no, that that is a it, it is a good place. But you know, we're out in front of the Fort Howard Paper Company. That's where I'd always see a lot of guys trolling for musky. Always out front there. Yeah, in front of the Fort Howard yeah, paper Yeah, I, I went once. Yeah, uh, there's just, a lot there. It just but... doesn't turn me on up there in that Fox River. No. Yeah, for some people it doesn't. You tell, know, you, but... tell you the uh, super secret place to go to where you get giant muskies and you don't don't have to deal with the uh, Green Bay hordes. Get it, go up to that St. Louis River in the Lake Superior area. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. little bit of a drive, though, isn't it? That's some super secret spots up yeah. there. I know I could drive up there this week and probably catch a 40-inch pike yeah. right from shore, and I know right where to go wow. get it. Wow. Wow. And there's some monster muskies, too. My cousin got one last year from shore. I think it was 54 inches. Oh. Said. Yeah. I got a quick update for everybody. If you're trying to go to Freeze Lake... Good luck. They got a lot of roads closed there, so good luck. So try, don't. try good luck Go trying to get else. to the launch there. Go get some right. pike on Nagawika. <laughs> well, Danny, we only got about less than a minute left in the show. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, next week you're going to be here next week, right? Oh yeah, I'm going to be here next week. You're not going to be here, Aaron, but we want to thank Evan. Evan Heffelfinger yeah, thanks for, for filling for in. Coming, coming in, today. in, he was up till eleven o'clock last yeah, night. He did, yeah, you did a good job filling in. Hope thank we you. see you again. All right, but, uh, That's we'll all have, I got. All right, me too. It's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We'll talk to you all next week. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.